Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling, a show by the fans, for the fans. And we are here today to talk about WWE Super Showdown preview and predictions. And here is your host, Conrad Cushman. This is episode 25 of the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we will be talking about WWE Super Showdown preview and predictions. And I want you guys to know that I'm very grateful for you listening to the episode. And it doesn't matter how you're listening to it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, Spotify, and or Stitcher, do me a favor and make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the podcast. Now, let's talk about this big event taking place in Melbourne, Australia, in the land down under. This is a big show for a lot of people in Australia because they don't get WWE as often as a lot of people in the United States do. So I can't blame anyone for their excitement for the event. And I know one thing that I've been hearing a lot of fans from the United States complain about is the time that it's coming on. And I know with WWE 2K19 coming out the day before... And the time zone differences, and we have to watch the show at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's a five-hour-long show. Why, WWE? Why? Um, I know that it's an annoyance with some of that, but I think it's fair because a lot of the international fans for WWE have to watch the pay-per-views at an inconvenient time if they want to watch it live with us. So it's only fair that this happens. And I'm really looking forward to the event. There's a lot of good matches on here. And let's not waste any more time, guys. Let's get right into this match card. Let's get this show started off right. And in my opinion, what I think should be the opening contest. I think it should start off with the WWE Cruiserweight Championship being put on the line as the champion, Cedric Alexander, defends his title against Australia's own Buddy Murphy. Now, before we get into this match, I do want to take a second to give praise to both of these competitors and Mustafa Ali. These guys have put 205 Live on their back, and anytime they're in the ring with different people, they go in and they deliver. And when they're in there with each other, it's a potential match of the year candidate. So, shout outs to all three of these guys. Now, if we look at everything involved with this match, we have Cedric Alexander, who currently has the Cruiserweight Championship, and he's been champ since WrestleMania, so it's been about almost six months uh, with him as champion. And on the other hand, we have Buddy Murphy, who had this new life brought into him when he got on 205 Live, and I think he was just tired of being down in NXT and seen as a developmental talent, and good for him. And I think he's done a great job, and he's made the most opportunity out of anyone being put on 205 Live. And they needed some new fresh faces, and Buddy Murphy helped out with that on that brand. So who deserves to walk out of Melbourne, Australia as the Cruiserweight Champion? I think it's time for a title change, and I will say this right now. I have Buddy Murphy as your new Cruiserweight Champion in what I think is going to be a heck of a match and one you definitely don't want to sleep on. Real quick, guys, I wanted to finish my thoughts on the Cruiserweight Championship match and another reason why I feel the title should change hands. When you look at these events on the WWE Network, look at the Greatest Royal Rumble, for example. This show did not have anything special happen on it, so it felt like a throwaway show and you wasted your time a little bit. 
why not put a title change on here once in a while to make the events feel special? Like you can't miss them and you need to be watching live if you want to see a title change hands. And I think that'll bring up the excitement level and bring some more oomph to the event. Now, let's talk about the SmackDown Live tag team title match between the New Day and The Bar. Now, when we talk about both these tag teams, they have both been putting on tremendous matches on the SmackDown Live brand. But for the past two weeks on SmackDown Live, The Bar have gotten the better of The New Day. And yesterday on SmackDown Live, The Bar threw flower in New Day's face and they put a really bad beat down on them. With that being said, I feel like the New Day will get their victory here and the Bar are going to get their comeuppance. And it's going to be a good thing for New Day to get the win and hopefully they put on a heck of a match with the Bar. And this is another one I feel like you can't sleep on because when you got guys in there like the New Day, Cesaro and Sheamus, they're bound to put on a good match. So I hope you guys enjoy that match as well. And I got the New Day retaining their tag team titles. Next up, we are going to have a six-woman tag match. We are going to have Ronda Rousey teaming up with Nikki and Brie Bella versus the Riot Squad. And once again, I haven't talked about wrestling in two weeks, so let me give a hats off to Ruby Riot of the Riot Squad. She has been doing tremendous work on the microphone and in the ring, so I don't want anyone to forget about her or think that she doesn't matter throughout this. But we know who the show is about in this match, and it's about Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella. Because the Rumor Evolution card has a match between the Raw Women's Champ, Ronda Rousey, and Nikki Bella. So how are we going to get to that point? I feel that Rousey and the Bella Twins need to win this match. And on Monday Night Raw, you can build up between the tension between Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. And I feel there's going to be some type of way where Nikki steals the pinfall and Ronda feels some type of way about it. And that's how you can build to their matchup at WWE Evolution. And match number four, guys, we have the return of John Cena and Bobby Lashley. They'll be teaming up to take on the team of Elias and Kevin Owens. Elias and Kevin Owens got the most heat that I've heard in quite some time in Seattle over making a supersonics joke, which I thought was pretty funny as a basketball fan, but apparently everyone else didn't see it as funny. But they did a great job getting heat, so big props to those two. Now, John Cena and Bobby Lashley, guys, um, this has to be a victory for them. And I could actually see these two feuding down the road, too, at maybe SummerSlam or whenever John Cena's going to come back. And I'm not sure what movie he's recording or what he's exactly doing, but John Cena looks pretty different with the long hair now. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. So John Cena and Lashley are, in my mind, no doubt getting the victory in this one. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with Leo Rush. And I like to see John Cena kind of give him a nod in this match because I think Leo Rush has been doing a great job as a manager for Bobby Lashley. And hopefully that pays off for him. So we move on to the next match. For the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, we are going to have the champion, Becky Lynch, a.k.a. Becky Balboa, B.k.a. Becky 316 versus Charlotte Flair. And I don't know how to feel about this match. Um, If you saw on yesterday's SmackDown, the ending scene was Charlotte basically beating down Becky Lynch. But I felt like Charlotte was heel in that segment. Charlotte felt like she did not care and she kind of crapped all over Becky Lynch. And the fans were still cheering Becky Lynch to make her comeback. 
with that being said, when I put serious thought into this, I have the worst feeling right now, but it wouldn't be a bad thing as well. So it's kind of mixed feelings that Charlotte is going to become the SmackDown Live Women's Champion in this match. And that's who my prediction is. I have Charlotte winning back the SmackDown Live Women's title. And you're probably saying, whoa, 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 what do you mean? And I'm going right back to the point that I made in my Hell in a Cell preview and predictions video. I still feel that Charlotte Flair should be heel in this. And I have hope after seeing that segment on SmackDown that that's where they're going with this. So Charlotte Flair will then win the championship and become, I think it's a nine-time women's champion at that point. And I feel her and Becky are going to trade the belt back and forth as they're trying to make Charlotte a 10-time women's champ by the time they get to WrestleMania. Crazy theory, crazy logic, I know. But this could be the beginning of a Charlotte heel turn and a Becky face turn, which I think is best for both females in this match. Daddy's home. The next match has been one of the more enjoyable feuds in the WWE in quite some time. It is AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. And this match is so hard because I like both competitors. I love AJ Styles as a face, and I love Samoa Joe as a heel. They have both been on top of their game. But there can only be one winner in my preview and predictions right now. And I have went back and forth on both scenarios and what I think could happen. But I'm going to stick with my original idea. And it's one that I like, but I don't like at the same time. The idea right now is that AJ Styles is going to defeat Samoa Joe. And you'll hear more so why later, but AJ will finally get his win on Samoa Joe and see something happen. But I could see it go the other way too, and I would love to see Samoa Joe get a title reign out of this because this is now the second time you have put him in the main event against your main champion, and Samoa Joe has delivered. And I think it's time for him to get his. So... With that being said, I have AJ Styles winning this match, and you're going to hear more about this later on with another match on this card. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Next up for match number seven, we are going to have The Shield versus The War Dogs. I don't even know where that name came from, so don't ask. We get into this match, and right now they're teasing Dean Ambrose turning heel when WWE usually teases something like that. It ain't happening. So we could throw that out the window right now, guys. What do we expect to see in this match, though, is going to be a good match, I think. As much as people don't want to admit it, I still think that these guys have incredible chemistry with each other. You have on one side Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, all incredible wrestlers. And on the other side, three incredible wrestlers in Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. How are we going to get to this point in this match? Um, I think there's going to be some teasing of Ambrose leaving. I mean, if you're Dean Ambrose, how would you feel if you see Seth Rollins with the Intercontinental title, Roman with the Universal title, and what are they protecting you for? What do you have to show for it? He's got nothing. And I know a lot of people said that his heel turn has been ruined. It won't come off as a surprise. I don't think it needs to. I think that you just have to figure out the right time to do it with Dean Ambrose and things could be just fine. 
I don't know how long they're going to play with this, though. So that's tough to say. I don't want them to waste too much time like they did with Seth Rollins, though, if they're going to do a turn. But make a decision to stick with it. With that being said, I think that the War Dogs are going to get the victory in this one. I think you need to have Braun Strowman look very strong in this match because at Crown Jewel, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. And you need to have Braun Strowman regain some credibility since he lost his money in the bank briefcase. And he needs to look strong going into that show like he can actually win the title. So in this match, I think we're going to see Braun Strowman pin Roman Reigns. Okay, and next up is the match that I said would work in conjunction with the WWE Championship match. And this is the one that you guys have all been probably waiting to hear my theory on for the past two podcasts because I've been talking about it since then. And it is Daniel Bryan versus The Miz in a number one contendership match for the WWE Championship. I would really, really like to see a fatal four-way between AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Samoa Joe, which I think we could see at Survivor Series potentially. I mean, I've played all the scenarios out in my head and how this could work out, but this is going to be a tough match. Daniel Bryan lost to The Miz in his last match, so could we see a Daniel Bryan-Samoa Joe match? Potentially. And with all this stuff that I'm talking about, this goes back to when they first redid the brand split. And I've said, look at all the potential matches you have on the SmackDown Live brand and how great it would be. So in this match, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, I feel if the WWE writing team is competent enough, they have an easy story to write here, which would be The Miz steals one from Daniel Bryan. Miz is my prediction to win this match since I went with AJ Styles. Even though if it was Brian and Joe, I would not care for the record. But I have The Miz becoming the number one contender, stealing the match from Daniel Bryan. Easily, he gets him with the skull-crushing finale. He gets the one, two, three. So then it'll be Miz versus AJ Styles. And once it's time for that match, I'll get into it then. But you could have a well-written WrestleMania match between Daniel Bryan and The Miz for the championship or not for the championship. This match and this feud can go on until WrestleMania if the creative team can write it. And it's not that hard. And I think that this is a great feud that a lot of people of this generation would love. And it could be a Triple H rock level type feud where you could always go back to The Miz versus Daniel Bryan and they've always disliked each other. That's just my thoughts on it, and I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of this match. But to me, I am most invested in those two matches right now. They can tell so many different stories and lead you on a very special road when we get on the road to WrestleMania. The next match will be a great buffer into the main event. It is a tag team match with Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Now, the Iconics are in Australia, which is where they're from. But this should be a very interesting match as Asuka, I still feel, needs to look strong because she is someone you could bring back up and make a credible threat later on, despite all the work that they've done to devalue her previous push. At the same time, though, we have Naomi, who's been kind of floating around and she's kind of lost in the shuffle as we speak. Um, Naomi just doesn't have any direction, really. I feel like she has more direction on Mixed Match Challenge than on SmackDown Live at the moment. 
And I'm predicting Naomi will be the one to take the pinfall in this match. And I think Peyton Royce is actually going to be the one who gets the pinfall on her from the Iconics. I think she just has the bigger upside. And I feel like the guys backstage like her better in WWE. So with that being said, I have the Iconics picking up their victory here at WWE Super Showdown. We have finally reached the main event of WWE Super Showdown. We will have Triple H with Shawn Michaels in his corner versus The Undertaker with Mayor Kane in his corner. Now, I've seen some pushback from fans on the internet basically complaining about the people in this match and how they're tired of seeing them and they're old or whatever. But I think the fans actually do want to see these guys who haven't gotten to see WWE in quite some time. Like I said in the beginning of the show, the Australian fans haven't had a show like this in quite some time or even possibly ever of this magnitude. So they want to see Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, Kane, people they grew up watching. How is this all going to play out? Well, with the rumors going around that Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement, Shawn Michaels, who has been retired since WrestleMania 26, since losing to The Undertaker when it was the career versus the streak, has actually owned up and stayed retired. The question is, does he stay retired? My honest prediction right now is no. I think they're gearing up for a storyline for Shawn Michaels to return. And I think we are going to see at that Crown Jewel show, Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus the Brothers of Destruction. I think Shawn Michaels in this match is going to cost The Undertaker this match and enrage him so bad that he lifts his retirement stipulation. And we see DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. So my prediction is that Triple H will walk out with the victory in this match, but not at a price that we're going to see paid later on. It'll be very interesting to see how all of the events play out for this show. And I think that we have a return on our hands for the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Thank you for listening to episode 25 of the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling community, you guys have done a great job coming out and supporting all of my recent podcast episodes. I greatly appreciate it. We just reached over the 1,900 mark. A little over that, so thank you guys so much. Also, if you're looking for a review of the show, a review will be up on the YouTube channel. It'll be a little bit after the show is over because I'm just going to be getting home from work and I do want to watch the full event so I can give you the best review possible. So just be patient with me, guys. I will have that up as well. And do me a favor and make sure you give me a follow on Twitter as we are so, so close to getting over that 1,000 follower mark, I would greatly appreciate it. Give us a follow at EPW Show. Thank you so much for listening to the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast. And this is a show by the fans, for the fans. And we're out. Peace.